Good morning, everyone. This is Minister McMillan. Okay, today we are going to start off in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Almighty God, for this word before us. We ask, Lord, that you would edify us today in your word. We thank you, Father, for this word. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, we are going to start today uh, with the numbers. Now, as you recall, we left off at number five. But to do a quick uh, go over for those of you who do not <clears throat> or weren't with us when we were going over the numbers, I will rehash them again. <laughs> so the first number is one. Masculine tense now is ikad. Okay, feminine tense is akat. Akat. So, a uh, uh, ikad is e c h a d, akat is a c h a t. Remember, the c h is pronounced as a k. Okay, the next the next letter is two, and it's uh, shinayim, shin shinayim, s h n a hyphen over the a, y i m. That's the masculine tense. The fem feminine tense is shetayim. S-H-T-A hyphen over the A. Y-I-M. The next letter <clears throat> is three. And the word is shalosh. Shalosha. Shalosha. S-H-L-O-S-H-A. Masculine tense. Feminine tense, shalosh, S-H-A-L-O-S-H. That's the feminine tense. The next letter is four. A-B-A, A-B-A, A-R-B-A hyphen A. That's the masculine. The feminine tense is A-B-A, A-B-A. A R B A, Aba. Five. Five is Kamitsha. Kamitsha. K. I'm sorry. C H A M I S H A. As you can see, I said K because the K is pronounced as a K. The C H is pronounced as a K. Okay, the feminine tense is. Kamish, Kamish, C H A M E S H, Kamish. Okay, next letter is Sh Ish Ha, Sh Ish Ha, Sh Ish Ha, S H I S H A. That's the masculine tense. The feminine tense is She Sh. Sheesh. Sheesh. S-H-E-S-H. Letter seven. Shiva. Shiva. S-H-I-V hyphen A-H. That's the masculine tense. The feminine tense is she Va S H E V A Shiva. Letter eight. Shmona. 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 S H M O N A. Shmona. That's the masculine tense for eight. The feminine tense for eight is Shmoe. 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 S H M O N E H. <clears throat> Feminine tense for eight. Okay, masculine tense for nine. T T is T S H A T S H A T S H A T S H A T S H A T I S H hyphen A H. That's the masculine. The feminine is Tesha, 
Tesha. Tesha. T-E-S-H-A. And that's the feminine for nine. Now the last one, ten, the, the masculine tense is tsha, tsha, tsha. No, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm reading nine. Ten, the masculine tense is asara, asara, A-S-A-R-A, asara. And the feminine tense is as, ezer, 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 e-s-e-r, ezer. Okay, and that is our numbers one through ten. Okay, we are going to start where we left off. Okay, now as I said, um, <clears throat> Eli was warned about his son's behavior as priest. It was um, defiling the priesthood, and um, he did nothing about it. And so uh, Eli died, uh, and his sons died all in the same day. Uh, then um, Solomon, or Samuel rather, um, took over the priesthood and the judge judge's seat of Israel and um, basically told people get right you know because they want to know why uh, they weren't winning their wars against uh, other uh, people that were coming against them and um, you had the Philistines that was coming down on them and they were losing and so anyway um he told them you're you're not right before the lord okay so things uh progressed and finally you know of course people got right with the lord and things changed now now we've up to uh chapter eight in first samuel and it came to pass when Samuel was and was old, that he made his sons judges over Israel. Now the name of his firstborn was Joel, and the name of his second was Abiah, and they were judges in Beersheba. And his sons walked not in his ways, but turned aside after Lecur, Lecre rather and took bribes, and perverted judgment. And then all the elders of Israel gathered themselves together, and came to Samuel unto Ramah, and said unto him, Behold, thou art old, and thy sons walk not in thy ways. Now make us a king, or uh, make us a king to judge us like all the other nations. But this thing displeased Samuel when they said, Give us a king to judge us. And Samuel prayed unto the Lord. Now, okay, let's, let's have a discussion over this very quickly. If they came to Samuel and told Samuel that his sons were misbehaving, they weren't doing what they were supposed to have been doing, and Samuel didn't uh, respond, then he would have been in the same position as Eli was, his one that he preceded. But they did not. They decided themselves that they were going to go ahead, come to him, and tell him that they wanted him to pick a king to rule over them. In other words, not even we don't want you to rule over us because you're too old and your sons, they're not doing right. So we want you to pick a king for us because you're so holy and sanctified. You're with God. But why not ask God that? Because God is your leader, not man. Okay. All right, so let's see what happens now. 
And the Lord said unto Samuel, hearken unto the, uh, and the Lord said unto Samuel, hearken unto the voice of the people and all that they say unto thee, for they have not rejected thee, see, but they have rejected me that I should not reign over them. You see, and this is the error that man did. And this is the error that man continues to do today. Man takes God out of the equation and puts himself first. How dare you? You are not first and you never will be. Man did not create it, the stars, the moon, the earth, the air, the water we drink. He wish. Okay. According to all the works which they have done since the day that I brought them up out of Egypt, even until this day, wherewith they have forsaken me and served other gods, so do they also unto thee. Now therefore hearken unto their voice. How built yet protest solemnly unto them, and show them the manner of the king that shall reign over them. And Saul told all the words of the Lord unto the people that asked of him a king. And he said, This will be the manner of the king that shall reign over you. He will take your sons and appoint them for himself, for his chariots, and to be his horsemen. And some shall run before his chariots, and he will appoint him captains over thousands and captains over fifties, and will set them to ear his ground and to reap his harvest and to make his instruments of war and instruments of his chariots. And he will take your sons and daughters to confectionaries and to be cooks and to be bakers, and he will take your fields and your vineyards and your olive, olive yards and even the best of them and give them to his servants. And he will take the tenth of your seed and of your vineyards and give to his officers and to his servants. And he will take your, man, he will take your manservants and your maidservants, and your goodly young men, and your asses, and put them to his work. And he will take the tenth of your sheep, and he shall be his servants. And ye shall cry out in that day, because of your king, which ye shall have chosen you. And the Lord will not hear you in that day. Nevertheless, the people refused to obey the voice of Samuel, and they said, Nay, but we will have a king over us. I'm going to stop there for a second. Gee, doesn't this sound familiar? Is this not what we see today? Hmm? Is it not? People work hard. People have land. People have homes. What happens to a lot of people? A lot of people lose their homes or lose their lands. And who takes it? Hmm. People who have more. <laughs> people who are supposedly over them. People in real estate. The elite. People who want your land so they can sell it to somebody else. Now, they'll come to you and they'll, they'll want to give you a couple of measly thousands for why they make off like bandits and make 500 times that. They'll take your little measly house and fix it up and then sell it back for four and five times that. Right? They'll take your kid that's struggling and they'll put your kid in prison. Right? 
Okay, so all this sounds so very familiar. So very familiar. Has things changed? No, no. We're seeing the same thing today. Nothing changes under the sun. It's all the same. It's just got a new name and a new title and a new dance. (laughs) Okay, let's move on to chapter 9. Now, there was a man of Benjamin. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Let's move on to uh, 20, uh, 820. Uh, That we also may be like all nations and that our king may judge us and go out before us and fight our battles. And Samuel heard all the words of the people and he rehearsed them in the ears of the Lord. And the Lord said to Samuel, hearken unto their voice and make them a king. And Samuel said unto the men of Israel, go ye every man unto his city. Chapter 9. Now there was a man of Benjamin whose name was Kish, the son of Abiel, the son of Zeror. The son of, excuse me, the son of Bikorah, Bikorah, the son of Aphia, a Benjamite, a mighty man of power. And he had a son whose name was Saul, a, cho- a choice young man and a goodly And there was not among the children of Israel a goodlier person than he. For his shoulders, uh, his shoulders and upward, he was higher than any other people. And the, and the asses of Kish, Saul's father, were lost. And Kish said to Saul, his son, take now one of the servants with thee and arise and go seek the ass, the asses, excuse me. And he passed through Mount Ephraim and passed through the land of Shal Isha. But they found them not. Then he passed through the land of, uh, then he passed through the land of Shalim, and there they were not. And he passed through the land of Benjamites, but they found them not. And when they were come to the land of Suf, Saul said to his servants, That was with him, Come, and let us return, lest my father leave leave caring for the asses and take thought for us. And he said unto him, Behold now, there is in this city a man of God, and he is an honorable man. All that he saith cometh surely to pass. Now let us go thither, preadventure he can show us our way that we should go. Then said Saul to his servant, But behold, if we go, what shall we bring the man? For the bread is spent in our vessels, and there is not a present to bring to the man of God. What have we? And the servants answered, and the servants answered Saul again and said, Behold, I have here a hand, the fourth part of a shekel of silver that will I give to the man of God to tell us our way. Before time in Israel, <clears throat> before time in Israel, when a man went to inquire of God, thus he spake, Come and let us go to Shea. For he that is now called a prophet was before time called a seer. Then said Paul to uh, his servant, 
We'll see. Well said. Come, let's go. So they went up to the city where the man of God was. And as they went up the hill to the city, they found young maidens going out to draw water and said unto them, Is the seer here? And they answered them and said, He is. Behold, he is before you. Make haste now, for he came today to the city. For there is a sacrifice of the people today in the high place. <clears throat> as soon as soon as ye be come into the city, ye shall straightway find him before he go up to the high place to eat. For the people will not eat until he come. Because he does bless the sacrifice, and afterwards they eat that that be that be biden now therefore get you up for about this time ye shall find him and they went up into the city and when they were come into the city behold samuel came out against them for to go up to the high place now the lord had told samuel in his ear a day before samuel came saying Tomorrow, about this time, I will send thee a man out of the land of Benjamin, and thou shalt anoint him to be captain over my people Israel, that he may save my people out of the hands of the Philistines. For I have looked upon my people because their cries has come unto me. <clears throat> For their cries have come unto me. Um, now you see, this again, this wouldn't have happened had, uh, had Samuel's sons been acting properly. But it was also a test to see if the people were going to follow correctly, okay? So, basically, the people were not believing in God, even though they said they were, because when Samuel waxed old, if you believe in something, you stay with it, regardless of who's in power. Doesn't matter who's in power. It's your it's what you believe and what you do, not what they do. Okay. <clears throat> now we're gonna read on to 17. And when Saul and when Samuel saw Saul, the Lord said unto him, Behold, the man whom I spanked of thee, this same shall reign over my people. Then Saul drew near to Samuel in the gate and said, Tell me, I pray thee, where the seer house is. And Samuel answered Saul and said, I am the seer. Go up before me unto the high place. For ye shall eat with me today and tomorrow. I will let them go and will tell thee all that is in thy heart. And as for thine asses that were lost three days ago, set not thy mind on them, for they are found, and on whom is all the desire of Israel. Is it not on thee and on all thy father's house? And Saul answered and said, Am not I a Benjamite a, of the smallest of the tribes of Israel? And my father, the least of the families of the tribes of Benjamin, wherefore then speakest thou so to me? Now, mind you right here, he is the smallest tribe of Israel, and of the smallest tribe of Israel, he is the most insignificant family. This is the Lord right here. In the Lord's word, he says, the first shall be last, and the last shall be first. 
right? Those who are high and mighty and proud, they'll be last. Those who are humble and small and considered nothing will be first. So here we go right here. The Lord is showing you exactly what he meant when he said those things. When he chose Saul, that's how he chose him. Because he was nothing. Nothing in comparison to anybody else. He came from the littlest tribe and he was considered the less of the littlest tribe. <clears throat> okay, let's move to 22. And Samuel took Saul and his servant and brought them into the parlor and made them sit in the chief's place among them that were, were bitten, which were about 30 persons. And Samuel said unto the cook, Bring the portion which I gave thee, of which I said unto thee, Set it by thee. And the cook took up the shoulder, and that which was upon it, and set it before Saul. And Samuel said, Behold, that which is left, set it before thee, and eat. For unto thy time hath it been kept for thee since I said, I have invited the people. So Saul did eat with Samuel that day. And when they were come down from the high place into the city, Samuel communed with Saul upon the top of the house, and they arose early. They arose early, and it came to pass about spring of the day that Samuel called Saul to the top of the house, saying, Up, that I may send thee away. And Saul rose, and they went out, both of them, and he and Samuel abroad. And as they were going down to the end of the city, Samuel said to Saul, Bid the servant pass on before us. And he passed on. But stand thou still a while, that I may show thee the word of God. Okay, now we're going to move into chapter 10 of First Solomon. Then, then Samuel took a vial of oil and poured it over his head and kissed him and said, Is it not because the Lord hath anointed thee to be captain over his inheritance? When thou art departed from me today, then thou shalt find two men by Rachel's sceptre in the border of Benjamin at Zelzah, and they will say unto thee, The asses which thou wentest to seek are found, and lo, thy father hath left the care of the asses, and sorrowed for you, saying, What shall I do for my son? Then shalt thou go on forward from thence, and thou shalt come to the plain of Tabor, and there shall meet three men going up to God to Bethel, and carrying three kids, and another carrying three loaves of bread, and another carrying a bottle of wine. And they will salute thee, and give thee two loaves of bread, which thou shalt receive of their hands. After that thou shalt come to the hill of God, where is the garrison of the Philistines? And it shall come to pass, when thou art come thither to the city, that thou shalt meet a company of prophets coming down from the high place with a pastry and a tabaret and a pipe and a harp before them, and they shall prophesy. And the Spirit of the Lord will come upon thee, and the Lord shall prophesy with them, and shall be turned into another man. And let it be, when these signs are come unto thee, that thou do as occasion serve thee, for God is with thee. And thou shalt go down before me in Gilgad, and behold, I will come down unto thee, 
to offer burnt offerings and to sacrifices of peace offerings. Seven days shall thou tarry till I come to thee and show thee what thou shalt do. And it was so that when he had turned his back to go from to go from Samuel, God gave him another heart, and all those signs came to pass that day. I'm going to stop here for a second, because those of you who have um, been in a setting where the Lord has moved upon you in the spirit, <clears throat> okay, this is exactly what happened to Samuel. Sam, he, uh, Samuel sent Saul to meet the prophets. That's like going to church first time to meet the minister. And you're in the setting of the church where, the whole, where holy people are, righteous people. Okay? So this is what he's in the, he is in the uh, surroundings of righteous people. The prophets, they're coming down from the hill, they're prophesizing, they're praising, no doubt they're singing, just like it is when you go into a church setting. And the Holy Spirit is on them. And what happens when the Holy Spirit is on a group of people like that? And you come into the midst expecting something. Guess what? Your expectancy is answered because that spirit that's on them is going to come on you. And so this is exactly what happened to Saul. Saul went into this group expecting. And the spirit fell upon him. And he too began to prophesy. Now, once the spirit fell on him, and he was saved and sanctified, filled with the Holy Spirit. He was redeemed and washed, right? Now he's ready to come down from the mountain and meet Samuel again in the city and receive what the Lord has for him, which is to run the kingdom of Israel. You see? Okay, I wanted to point that out so you understand. Now, some people are never, uh, some people aren't in a church setting when that happens. Some people, because <clears throat> I have seen this, some people are in their houses. Some people can be in their car. <clears throat> some people can be in their car listening to the radio and uh, they're listening to uh some are listening to, uh, uh, you know, a song or they're listening to someone talk. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, because when God calls you, he calls you. It's whether or not you receive it, you respond. In this case, here, Saul was expecting so he received. Okay. A lot of times things, a lot of times that'll happen to people and they don't receive it because they don't really know what's going on and it'll scare some people and some people just outright reject it. Okay, let's move on to the uh, next part of this. Uh, I just wanted to bring that to your attention. Verse 9, and it was so that when he had turned his back to go from Samuel, God gave him another heart, and all those signs came to pass that day. And when they came thither to the hill, behold, a company of prophets met him, and the Spirit of God came upon him, and he prophesied again among them. And it came to pass, when all that knew him before time, saw that, behold, he prophesied among the prophets. Then the people said one to another, What is this 
that is come unto the son of Kish? Is Saul also among the prophets? And one of the same place answered and said, But who is their father? Therefore it become a proverb, Is Saul also among the prophets? And when he had made an end of prophesying, he came to the high place. And Saul's uncle said unto him and to his servant, Whither went ye? And he said, To seek the asses. And when we saw that they were nowhere, we came to Samuel. And Saul's uncle said, Tell me, I pray thee, what Samuel said unto you. And Saul, and Saul said unto his uncle, He told us plainly that the asses were found, but of the matter of the kingdom whereof Samuel spanked, he told him not. And Samuel called the people together unto the Lord to mitzvah, and said unto the children of Israel, Thus said the Lord God of Israel, I brought up Israel out of Egypt, and delivered you out of the land of Egyptians, and out of the hands of all kingdoms, and of them that oppressed you. And you have this day rejected your God, who himself saved you out of all your adversaries and your tribulations. And ye have said unto him, Nay, but set a king over us. Now therefore, present yourselves before the Lord by your tribes and by your thousands. And when Samuel had caused all the tribes of Israel to come near, the tribe of Benjamin was taken. When he had caused the tribe of Benjamin to come near, by their families. The family of Martri was taken, and Saul, the son of Kish, was taken. And when they sought him, he could not be found. Therefore they inquired of the Lord further, If the man should yet come thither, and the Lord answered, Behold, he hath hid himself among the stuff. And they ran and fetched him thence, and when he stood among the people, he was higher than any other people from his shoulders and upward. And Samuel said to all the people, See ye him, whom the Lord hath chosen, that there is none like him among all the people. And all the people shouted and said, God save the king. Then Samuel told the people the matter of the kingdom and wrote it in a book, and laid it up before the Lord. And Samuel set all the people away, every man to his house. And Samuel also went home to Gibeah, and there went with him a band of men whose heart God had touched. But the children of Belial said, How shall this man save us? And they despised him. And brought him no presents, but he held his peace. So you see, <clears throat> even after all that, the children of Baal didn't agree with the choice. <clears throat> so let's see what goes on. We're going to move into chapter 11. Then Nash the Amorite came up and encamped against. Gabash Galet, and all the men of Jabesh said unto Nahash, Make a covenant with us, and we will serve thee. And Nahash the Amorite answered them, On this condition will I make a covenant with you, that I may thrust out all your right eyes and lay it for a reproach unto all Israel. And the elders of Jabash said unto him, Give us seven days respite, that we may send messages unto all the coasts of Israel. And then, if there be no man to save us, we will come out to thee. Then came the messages of 
Gibeonah and Saul and told the tidings in the ears of the people. And all the people lifted up their voices and wept. And behold, Saul came after the herd out of the field. And Saul said, What aileth the people that they weep? And they told him the tidings of the men of Jabesh. And the Spirit of God came upon Saul when he heard those tidings, and his anger was kindled greatly. And he took a yoke of oxen and hewed them in pieces and set them throughout all the coast of Israel by the hands of messengers, saying, Whosoever cometh not forth after Saul and after Samuel, so shall it be done unto his oxen. And the fear of the Lord fell on the people, and they came out with one, with one consent. And when he numbered them in Bezek, the children of Israel were three hundred thousand, and the men of Judah thirty thousand. And they said unto the messengers that came, Thus shall ye say unto the men of Jabesh Gilgad, Tomorrow by that time the sun be hot, ye shall have help. And the messengers came and showed it to the men of Jabesh, and they were glad. Therefore the men of Jabesh said, Tomorrow, tomorrow, we will come out unto you, and ye shall do with us all that seeth good unto you. And it was so on the tomorrow that Saul put the people in three companies, and they came into the midst of the host in the morning watch, and slew the Amorites until the heat of the day. And it came to pass the day which remained was scattered, so that two of them were not left together. And the people said unto Samuel, Who is he that said, Shall Saul reign over us? Bring the man that we may put him to death. And Saul said, There shall not a man be put to death this day, for today the Lord hath wrought salvation in Israel. Then said Samuel to the people, Come and let us go up to Gilgal and renew the kingdom there. And all the people went to Gilgal, and there they made Saul king before the Lord in Gilgal. And there they sacrificed sacrifices of peace offerings before the Lord. And there Saul and all the men of Israel rejoiced greatly. Okay, so as you can see now, because of what happened... Saul is accepted. And this is really, this is man all over. You know, man has to, uh, it has to be proven to him that this person is who he says he is. Even though the man of God was involved in this wholeheartedly, still they needed even more proof. So God gave them the proof. Okay, so let's move on to chapter uh, 12. And Samuel said unto all Israel, Behold, I have hearkened unto your voice in all that ye said unto me, and have made a king over you. And now, behold, the king walketh before you, and I am old and gray-haired. And behold, my sons are with you, and I have walked before you for my children unto this day. Behold here, I am a witness against me before the Lord and before his anointed. Whose oxen have I taken, or whose asses have I taken, or whom have I defrauded, whom have I oppressed, or of whose hand have I received any bribe to blind my eyes wherewith, and I will restore it you. And they said, Thou hast not defrauded us, nor oppressed us, neither hast thou taken out any man's hand. And he said unto them, The Lord is witness against you, and his anointed is witness this day, that ye have not found aught in my hand. And they answered, He is witness. And Samuel said unto the people, It is the Lord that advanced Moses and Aaron. 
and that brought your fathers up out of the land of Egypt. Now therefore stand still, that I may reason with you before the Lord of all the righteous acts of the Lord, which he did to you and to your fathers. When Jacob was coming to Egypt, and your father cried unto the Lord, then the Lord sent Moses and Aaron, which brought forth your fathers out of Egypt, and made them dwell in this place. And when they, and when they forgot, forgot the Lord their God, he sold them into the hands of Sisera, captain of host of Hazar, and into the hands of the Philistines, and into the hands of King Moab. And they fought against them, and they cried unto the Lord, and said, We have sinned, because we have forsaken the Lord, and have served Baalim and Ashtoreth. But now deliver us out of the hand of our enemies, and we will serve thee. And the Lord sent Jeroboam, and Bendan, and Jephthah, and Samuel, and delivered you out of the hand of your enemies on every side, and ye dwelled safe. And when he saw that Nahash, the king of the children of the Amorites, came against you, ye said unto me, Nay, but a king shall reign over us when the Lord your God was your king. Now therefore behold, the king whom ye have chosen, and whom ye have desired, and behold, the Lord hath set a king over you. If ye will fear the Lord, and serve him, and obey his voice, and not rebel against the command of the Lord, then shall both ye and also the king that reigneth over you continue following the Lord your God. But if you will not obey the voice of the Lord, but rebel against the commandment of the Lord, then shall the hand of the Lord be against you as it was against your fathers. Now therefore stand and see the great thing which the Lord will do before your eyes. It is not wheat harvest today. And I will call unto the Lord, and he shall send thunder and rain, that ye may perceive and see that your wickedness is great, which ye have done in the sight of the Lord, in asking you a king. So Samuel called unto the Lord, and the Lord sent thunder and rain that day. And all the people greatly feared the Lord and Samuel. And all the people said unto Samuel, Pray for thy servants unto the Lord thy God, that we die not. For we have added unto all our sins this evil to ask us a king. And Samuel said unto the people, Fear not, ye have done all this wickedness, yet turn not aside from following the Lord, but serve the Lord with all your heart. And turn ye not aside from them, should ye go after vain things which cannot profit nor deliver, for they are vain. Now pay attention, everyone, because this is very important. Today, even today, we see this happening, okay? For the Lord will not forsake his people for his great name's sake. Because it hath pleased the Lord to make you his people. The only reason why the people received the king is because God loved them so much. Even though they literally spit in his face. He literally wiped his face and said, okay, I'm going to give you that king. Because I love you that much. But you're going to learn that that king is not what you think he is. Okay. But out of my love, I will give you the king. Okay? And he still does this today. Out of my love, I will give you this. Even though it's not good for you. But if you want it, okay. How many of you out there, the Lord has said that very thing to you about something? Did you choose it? Or did you turn it down? 
Let's move on to 23. Moreover, as for me, God forbid that I should sin against the Lord in ceasing to pray for you, but I will teach you the good and the right way. Only fear the Lord and serve him in truth with all your heart, for consider how great things he have done for you. But if you shall still do wickedly, we shall be consumed, both ye and your king. Okay, we are going to stop here at chapter 13. So I hope that you understand what is happening here. The Lord loves you, but the Lord will give you what you want, even though it's not right for you. It's not good for you. But in the midst of giving you that, it's so that you will learn from it. And you will not make that mistake again. You will remember and you'll say, oh, no, 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 no. No, Father, that you say it's not right. It's not right. And even before that point, you're going to remember his word. You're going to remember what he said in his word, how you should act. Put no other gods before me. I am first in your life. Okay, we're going to pause here. Uh, thank you, everyone, for joining our program this morning. Let's bow our heads. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you, Almighty God, for this word that you've given us today, Lord. Father, we ask that you go before us today, Lord, and correct our steps, Father. Father, open our eyes and our ears that we may see and hear rightly and walk before you righteously, Father. Lord, we give you the thanks and all the glory and the honor. In Jesus' name, Yeshua Mashiach. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Okay, this is Minister MacMillan. Those of you who would like to contact me by email, it's MacMillions. You know, like millions, M-C-M-I-L-L-I-O-N-S, 75gmail.com. If you want to contact me or come on the show uh, or you have something to say, you can reach me at anchor.fm right slash L-I-N-D-A dash M-C-M-I-L-L-I-A-N-S in a-N, sorry, there's no S, 9. Again, that's anchor.fm, right slash, lender, dash, Macmillan, 9. And there are two buttons on this page below. One's for sponsorship. The other is for donations. We appreciate both. Uh, whichever one it is that you're interested in, please Press those buttons, <laughs> and that information will be given unto you. Thank you so much for joining our program today. God bless, and we hope to hear from you tomorrow. Good day. <laughs>